Actual Play Podcast from the RPG Academy. I am Michael, and this is a special edition of the campaign. This is our Gen Con 2014 Primeval Fool game. I've mentioned it multiple times on the podcast, the table topic episodes, as well as on the website itself, that I was a backer of the Primeval Fool Kickstarter. And because I backed them at a certain level, one of my rewards is that I got a game ran for me by one of the creators of the setting. In this case, it was David Noonan. So we made the arrangements that we would play at Gen Con 2014 for me and up to five friends. So I gathered some friends and internet celebrity personalities to join me at the game. And uh, overall, it was one of, if not my favorite event at Gen Con. I had so much fun at this game. I thought David did a fantastic job running it. And uh, again, I couldn't have been happier with the group of people that got to play. So speaking of which, our cast of characters were Newbie DM, who plays Barundar, the Dwarven Barbarian. A friend of his, George, who I had not met previously but was an excellent addition to the table, plays Argili, a human paladin. A friend of the show, NPC Chris, came along and played the human rogue Vestin. He brought a friend of his along named Tony, who I've heard on their podcast, and he played Tim the Bard. We had a contest to give away a seat at this table, and our contest winner was Phil, and he plays Idris, the elven barbarian. And then I round out the table playing Malachi, the human fighter. I do want to mention that the audio isn't quite up to the standards that we've been able to achieve here recently on the show, but I'm thankful that we have it at all. I had set up sort of a portable studio, which was difficult. It wasn't the the setup I have at home, but it was kind of what I could travel with, and that audio was completely unusable. I mean, just wasn't going to happen. And fortunately for me, for many reasons, uh, I had invited NPC Chris along for the ride, and he brought their digital recorder that they use for their show and uh, some of their activities they do for their podcast. And he kind of backed me up. He recorded it, set it on the table, and it was so much better than what I had. It's still not, again, perfect, but all things considered, I couldn't really be happier with the audio. Uh, I went in and I've tried to level it out a little bit because obviously those that were closer to the device are a little louder, those that are further a little lower. And I did my best to level it out, but it still goes up and down a little bit, peaks and valleys, but I think that uh, you guys will agree that it's worth the listen because it is a great episode. I, I laughed out loud many, many times. Here is the campaign special edition Gen Con 2014 Primeval Fool Game, Episode 1, Blame the Bard. Anybody have any questions before we start? Yes. All right. Idris, what class are you? Barbarian. Okay, barbarian. Elven Ma- barbarian. Malachi is a what? I'm a human fighter. Fighter, okay. Fighter. Fighter. Argelli's a paladin, right? Yes. Human? Right. You're a human? Yes. And what are you, Tim? A bard. Probably. So I guess probably I, a mistake. Investment? So I guess I've been voted as uh, not only rogue. the paladin, human? but the cleric. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. <laughs> not true. I have some very useful songs. And battle chants, I'll have you know. One of them happens to be called the Song of Aid. All right. Okay, let's set the stage here. You all know. Let's actually, so everybody remembers. We can safely assume that you guys have at least, you're at least acquainted with each other because you've all been in Immistral's prisons for at least two weeks. The Immistral's prisons are not not kind places, but... It's mostly, you're mostly left alone if the, the enemy is isolation, not torture, for example. At least not in the prison ward you've been in. Is this like a life sentence, though, for our crimes, or are we just waiting around to get released? You're, wait, you're waiting around for a trial, that, and some of the other prisoners are, have been waiting much longer than you have. 90 years old, he jaywalked when he was 12 or something? Yeah, there's, I mean, it's, it's hard to trust prisoners necessarily, and uh, to... But there are some people like, I've been waiting to see a magistrate for four years. And, and so it's worth being worried about that. You know, justice is entirely a foreign concept uh, here in Amistral. It's all about punishment, and they are not at all averse about locking people up and throwing away the key. The, you, you, you're kept underground, underneath the city somewhere, and it's a warren-like maze of uh, corridors and prison cells. So... You're no longer sure exactly where you are in the city because you've been under and moved around in the dark. It's hard to know exactly where you are. 
but you figure you're somewhere underneath the center of the city. The Your morning routine changes uh, on the morning when we start this adventure because you are all ushered up flight of stairs and then across a very long corridor to uh, a chamber where there are four armed guards and there are armor dummies, you know, with armor just on them and um, weapons on the walls. And for the first time in a couple of weeks, you see natural sunlight through a portcullis on the far side of the room. And one of the guards, and the guards are all half-elves, the the guards say, arm yourselves and welcome to the arena. All right. Yeah, really. Yeah, for, <laughs> another day in the life. Yeah. For Malachi in particular. I got this. <laughs> As a pit fighter, Malachi, you know a little bit uh, about how uh, Imistral's, uh, the Imistral arena scene, if you will. Unlike most, like the pit fighters in Contasia and other places, the Imistral really focuses on man versus beast battles, uh, and they are rarely fair. Uh, it's it's more like Christians versus lions than cool gladiator guy against other cool gladiator guy. So I don't think we're going to be fighting each other. Yes, exactly. In fact, you're you're all, and it's also, and it's more generally, it's clear to all of you that unless they do something weird, that portcullis uh, is what you're going, what you'll all enter that way. Okay. You can, if you want, try to peer and see what's what's out there. And at this point, the guards are, the four guards sort of let you at the weapons in there, but they're watching you very closely, and they've backed up to the door that you came through to get in. So, there's sort of the door with the guards, two by two on the sides, and then it's a round chamber, and then with the portcullis on the far side. Uh, I want to drop into a quick prayer to Mithra before I don my armor and weapons. All right. May I join you? Of course. All right. I, I believe there's been a mistake. Uh, we're not all uh, the gladiatorial type. Perhaps there was a, a miscommunication. We know you're not gladiators, one of the guards says. In another five minutes, you will be. Dear. <laughs> Try to make a good show of yourself. Shouldn't be a problem. Oh, man. I hide behind the dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Would I know specifically some of the beasts that might have been fought? Uh, not specifically, but the but more generally, uh, the city of Mistral is surrounded by jungle. Okay. So that's that's where they're going to get their beasts. So what I'd like to do is, like, as I'm donning my armor, I would be like throw out some different things that it might be looking for a reaction. Like if I hit on it, the eyes will open so that I can let these guys know what to expect. Okay. Give me a couple examples. Just and- um, Thanagarian jumping beast, spitting snakes, mm-hmm. saber-toothed tiger. At that last one, the guy lights up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Can it say like flamingo or something? <laughs> yeah, really. Like flamingo. It's, it's the same marshmallow. It's the same puff marshmallow man. Jay Hoover. Yeah. Like yeah, all you did was at you. don't think of anything bad. You got to meta that. You got to be like a bunny rabbit. Yeah. Uh, not those. So I go up to one of the guards mm-hmm. and I'm like, tell him an elephant. Let's get this charade over with half elf. And I spit on the ground in front of him. There. The guy's surprised. One guy, the guy you spit right in front, is surprised. He kind of gets a little, kind of goes into alert mode a little bit. But the one next to him rolls his eyes. And uh, you start to hear the murmur of a crowd from outside the portcullis. And the portcullis is fairly open. It's just, it's metal bars about this far apart. And, you know, from your vantage point near the cards, you can't see very much beyond. But, you know, go up there and you might be able to. Do we have, uh, are we still shackled? Or are they, are they? They have unshackled you. Okay. And we can don weapons and armor, right? Yes, now. So specifically doing it, what yes. you've got on your character sheet. Right. <laughs> uh, I am going. I'm going to ask the guard who had the the ring of keys that mm-hmm. unshackled us if he'd be so kind to at least help me put on armor. I've never done it before. And then while he's doing that, I'm going to see if I can grab the keys at least oh. and then slip into the arena with. At least some keys. Okay. That might be useful. I don't know. We can get them off your body, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Go team. <laughs> All right. Guards are notoriously paranoid about keys, but you're pretty darn good at this. Give me, uh, give me a thief fingers, roll. Let's see what happens. Give let's me a dex roll fingers. with that thief. Let's right. hope your fingers don't glow. Yeah, right exactly. Actually, your choice of dex or charisma, if you want, if 
is if the sleight of hand is more important, use deck to you use dex. But if it's more a question of misdirection, go ahead and use charisma instead. Whichever I think, you prefer. Uh, I think I'm trying. I'm trying to play a little bit more coy, but I think I'm going to use dex because right. I think they already think I'm probably kind of a pansy. So that's fine. Um, ooh, that is going to be in fourteen. A uh, fourteen. Grab it and then boom, his hand goes down and he says, "You won't live long enough to use it." And then he pushes you away. <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to move up close to uh, Argili and basically say, it's going to attack him first because he's the weakest. Are you pointing at me or yes. are you pointing at the thief? Because this pointed, is Argili. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. talking to Argili oh, okay. about I, I, Timothy. Okay. That the cat will go after the weakest, which he is. Are we going to use that you to our advantage or do we need to protect him? How would we use it to our advantage? Allow the cat to attack him first, and then we attack the cat. I like this plan. <laughs> you're next. I, I, if, I if we don't to, get the I cat first, you're second. This is a bad plan. <laughs> However, this is though, a bad plan. if the cat right. attacks him, how is he going to play his loot? Yeah, is there a loot in the room? Does he have a loot? Uh, he has his loot. We don't know he can't play it. <laughs> he can do a lot of screaming and shouting. <laughs> So you're He's okay then with the cat attacking you? Then yes. you don't need no, your. I'm not okay with the cat attacking me. <laughs> who am I gonna have to? Who am I gonna have to charm? I can. To, uh, I one can of the guards says, "Plenty of cat to go around." Oh, I can. I can distract the cat. I've worked with. I've worked with animals before in my act, so I've. I've. I have a way with them. Perhaps Same I can. I can get it to come after me. So did he. Yeah. And then you guys can do what you do best. Okay. Sounds good. Open the damn gate. <laughs> All in good time. The crowd noise is getting louder now. And uh, eight cats. <laughs> got in the arena. Is there anything out there yet or no? Wait, you, as you step close to the portcullis, actually that gives you a much broader vista to see what's out there. And it's, Two for each of us. The, the arena itself is very much a Roman Colosseum type setup. Generally circular with grandstands on all sides. Yeah. And there is another portcullis you can see on the far side, but it's dark. You can't see anything into there. Uh, and then you see elves moving uh, moving into the grandstands to sit down. A lot of them have parasols or canopies over to keep themselves out of the bright sun. And they seem to kind of be languidly lounging around. There's, It's, it's not exactly like... NFL football pre you know, warm ups. I mean, they're really kind of almost in torpor. Just See, they're not even slow. into it. Am I can I can charm the guard into letting me kind of do the opening this act. one out? <laughs> yeah. I can do You're the opener. Um, have the guards left us alone? Are we like in a green room ready to go in? Have they left us alone? They haven't let left you alone, but they are probably from me to the door away from you. And you're and a rogue? Yes. So I lean over to him and I'm like while we're out there, start looking for a way out because I'm not planning to come back in here after we kill this cat. I've already started. <laughs> <laughs> One other key thing that you can see from yeah. your vantage point at the portcullis is along one edge, uh, the arena floor is generally empty, but uh, there's a, and there's a moat surrounding it before you get to the grandstand. But on the inside of the moat, there is something under a white canvas that's tied uh, Lilliput style, like straight back and forth over and over. And it's the the canopy is probably eight to ten feet high, generally cylindrical, and maybe 30 or 40 feet long. And it's just some huge canvas bundle. Something that if we could get it out from underneath those ropes, we might be able to use it to get across the moat and up the I mean, it's big enough. Oh, it's certainly it's certainly okay. it would fill the moat and then some. Okay. Does it have an organic shape to it? <laughs> Humanoid, perhaps. It has, no, it's, it's <laughs> like something might be alive underneath this sheet with ropes on it. The shape is cylindrical, vaguely. Should be like a cage or something. Yeah. Or maybe like some kind of tubular worm monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally tubular. <laughs> totally tubular. <laughs> All right. You see um, a gantry emerge from the stands off to uh, the right and extend out over the moat. And then an elf in rich black and gold robes slowly saunters along the gantry and down into the middle of the uh, into the middle of the arena floor. Ladies and gentlemen of Imistral, we shall have five 
major battles for your entertainment and wagering pleasure this afternoon. <laughs> we have. <laughs> They're not counting on me anyway. <laughs> I think we're just the first oh, of five. Five rounds. Yeah. We have first captives and slaves who are surplus to the city's needs. May you enjoy their struggle. <laughs> and then afterwards, he looks over at the canvas, and the crowd sees him kind of gesture over toward the canvas, and that gets them excited. They're like, ah, yes, yes. Oh, not yet. Not yet, everyone. Betting closes in two minutes. Enjoy the blood. Enjoy the suffering. And then he saunters back toward the gantry, ascends the gantry, and he disappears from off to the side where you can't see him anymore. And then the gantry itself retracts into the grandstand on that side. The guards say, Two minutes. If you have any prayers left to say, say them. Those, those are like the creepy guy from the Hunger Games. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing. Actually. TV host. Yeah. So we're already armed. Yeah. No, they're four guards. Oh, four guards. And the door is locked behind them? or they, So they're locked in Big Tiger so, and Big The door is closed, and you're not sure whether it's locked or not. Four guards. Well, whenever that Tibor thing got the crowd all pumped up. Because these four guards. Uh, 50 other guards coming down the hall. So we have better chances of taking the animals down and then worrying about what happens. Are there any guards in the in the stand that we can see, or are the people just? You can see a few. Uh, they're uh, again half elves uh, in um, light armor with crossbows, and uh, they seem to mostly be looking, scanning the crowd at this point. But frankly, they look kind of bored. Uh, pit fighter, mm-hmm. is there? Is there? What happens if we win all the rounds? Would we normally get freed? Is there a chance of that? If we win the crowd. The, uh, let's see, Maximus. Yeah. <laughs> Give me an intelligence check uh, based with uh, your pit fighter. Uh, Natural 20, so 26. It's, you're not absolutely certain how things work, but you know that gladiator organizers love a good fight, and anybody who survives multiple rounds, if it's a multiple round thing, they, you know, the powers that be want to keep those guys alive and keep the betting going. And at some point, it'll all come crashing down. But, you know, there's there's no money in having somebody die, die or get killed, you know, summary execution style at the end of a great bat match. That, so that's just not how these guys are wired. Those of us that survive, I'll look at him, <laughs> um, at best will be put back in for later fights. He we won't be the crowd, though. We will I'm not. Going to laugh so hard <laughs> when I die. I know. <laughs> I know that's what's going to happen. Uh, but if we win, they're just going to use this again. They're not going to free us. We're not. We don't go into this free man. We're not making any money off of this. So, if we have a chance to escape, now it's different in Catasia, different in quota to other cities where there's more. It's more of a profession. But uh, the things are not so advanced here in Astral. And the the stands. There's a moat, and then like a twenty foot wall to get up? I it, mean, It looks like the moat is about... It, you can't see the bottom of it, so you're not sure how deep it is. But you you do know that the far side of it is about 10 feet higher than the near side goes down. Oh, wow. Okay. And it looks like about 15 feet across. So if it is a giant worm, he's got to die inside the moat. Yes. <laughs> it's been two minutes, half-elf. Open the damn gate. <laughs> One of them knocks on the door behind them. You're holding the portcullis down, like, no! I'm that typical gladiator thing, just staying on my hands. All right. Half my spear, make sure I've got a good grip. All right. The portcullis is up, and you look across, and you see the portcullis on the other side is up, too. And the guards say, move out! Out of the chamber! You better hope I die. I do! (laughs) (laughs) Done! All right. Do you remain in the chamber or head out? I'll follow head behind. Head, head, head out. out. Head, head out. out. Head out. On, the, on the way out, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'll grab another couple of knives just in case. <laughs> you come out to scattered booze. 
But most of the crowd is just kind of observing silently. Usually they're all staring at you. And now that you're out there, you look around, there's probably a thousand people. It's a pretty big arena. And the place is only about half full. And then most of them look very well to do. There's lots of brocaded robes, you know, all sorts of silk, you know, fancy ridiculous hats, the the whole the whole deal. But more so than in any city you've seen is just the torpor and lassitude of these folks. They just move slowly and they just are barely stirring to politely clap or you know, even their boos are like Boo! I mean, there's just not a lot of energy behind it. Um, I've entertained for private parties. Mm-hmm. Would I be able to... That sounds like a euphemism, but I know what you mean. Go yes, on. Yes, yes. It means everything you think it means. I've had a long, illustrious career. But am I able to see, are they under the influence of some sort of narcotic that I would be aware of or have maybe even partaken in before? <laughs> Give me uh, a an illusionist uh, one based on intelligence, and this one's pretty easy. You're going to get something. I'm just determining how much. Twenty three. All right. This is absolutely narcotic, uh, and specifically uh, the elves of Amistral. This has been a fairly recent thing, but the it's all the rage in Amistral now to be under the influence of the black milk, which is a, a narcotic, um, an opium like narcotic uh, that is made from orchids found in the jungle. And uh, the, the thing the elves love about it is it's the only thing that can make an elf sleep. And the only way an elf can ever really dream. And Whoa. so they have these really vivid, hallucinatory dreams That's when they're under the influence of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and that's one of the reasons uh, why now a lot of the guards are half-elves, because they're not affected by the black milk in the way that the elves are and so a caste system is starting to develop in a mistral where the noble classes are well stoned out of their gourds all the time and they're actually sleeping through a lot of their days and their lives and lower class half elves are kind of starting to run the city so so this only this mainly affects elves yes uh, the the narcotic only works on elves how is it administered typically it's uh, consumed uh, orally okay like it's a it's a Liquid? Yeah, it's taken like as a liqueur. It's you, you know, you don't like down it like a shot, but you'll sip at it like it. You'll sip at it like an espresso. All right, and then as soon as you're all out there, thunk, the portcullis goes down, and then you hear chunk 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 chunk. Hold the line. How many other entrances can we see to this arena? Just those two. So there's one. Okay. Yeah. And it's, you know, two two moats around the edges and then the other portcullis. And then you can see the gantry over off to your right. And it's a wooden thing that sort of swings in and out to let people, you know, non-plan hitters on and off the arena floor. Sure. I'll take a peek into the moat. Is it full of, like, crocodiles or something? No, it's, uh, it looks... It's there's water in there, and you have a second to check. Give me a wisdom check with anything right. relevant. Seven, maybe nine. That follows squarely into the "you're not sure how deep" category. Okay. <laughs> is there a difference though from the height, like down? The water is about ten feet down, right. and then so twenty feet up on the other side gotcha. from the surface of the water. Okay. So it isn't filled. So what's the name of the city? Imistral. Imistral. Yeah. So I see the animal. And I scream in Elven that after I finish with the animal, I'm coming for you, Imistral. And sure enough, you do see the animal out, lopes, a saber-toothed cat. This one, about five feet at the shoulder, uh, about a thousand pounds. Uh, But just one. Just one. (laughs) All right, tell me a little bit about how you have arranged yourself. Now, 13th Age is not a game of the grid, so... We're, to, we're not going to be exactly, it's all theater of the mind. But in general, tell me sort of who's standing in front and who's standing in back. I'll be in front. All right. So we have uh, Edris in front. Anybody else? I'll well, be. he's out in front, obviously. All right. Um, and Barundar in front. Okay. Yeah. Despite what I've been saying, I actually will move to kind of get in front of Timothy. I'm going to push glowy fingers yeah. in front of me. <laughs> I'm in front of Festin, who's in front of Timothy. All right. <laughs> 
cast yeah. a distract vibration. And then Argelic? I'm since I'm a Myrmidon and an elite soldier, I'm right. taking a central position where I can have a good view of right. the battlefield at all angles. I like it. You're the strategic reserve. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The saber-toothed cat lopes into the arena. It starts looking all around and sniffing. And now there's scattered applause from the uh, from the crowd, but it's it's still kind of quiet—a murmur of applause. It's, yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's the most tired, affected clapping you've ever heard. And then they're an embarrassment. My God, they're yeah. an embarrassment to Elvin Gunn. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're yeah, exactly yeah, right. you are seeing none of the vitality of your people <laughs> on this planet. This, this, this dwarf is a better elf than any of these elves. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna kill them all. Don't worry. All right, the saber-toothed cat sort of scans the crowd, walks around in a circle a couple of times. Are any of you rushing it or starting it? No. Let's do it. Let's charge it. Let's We're charge it. Let's charge it. Let's charge it. Let's Scream and Is that yeah. really the best? It's just kind of like yes. loafing yes. around, right? Maybe it's... On the black charges. Let's do it. The glory of the elves. That's right. Ah, Marundar. Can I throw a jab? Maybe it doesn't like water. We should all get inside the moat. Just like throw water at it. You try that. Marundar and Edris take off just in time to hear Timothy say something. Are we sure? (laughs) (laughs) You hear, are we sure? And then by that point, you guys are gone. Okay, so initiative for everybody. And don't. 20-sider, right? Yeah, 20-sider, you're adding your decks and your level. Um, Whoa. Nice. You're dead. Yeah. 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 If your rolls a twenty, it's all downhill. I have advantage. Walking to add it to my. Uh-huh. It's dex and level right. because I'm human. So I'm a whole nine. Dex sixteen plus dex. So oh, plus level sixteen. Oh, so my dexterity modifier. Correct. 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 Yes. Oh, my God. Seven. Seventeen. I'm sorry. Seventeen for our jelly. Okay, Barundar. Ten. Edris. Twenty-six. I have a three from Dex and three for three level. level, and nope. I have a natural twenty. Edris uh, enters bullet time. Timothy is a speedy, speedy nine. 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 Mm. 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 Eighteen plus three, fifteen, seventeen, sixteen. Uh, Best is four. Uh, Twenty-three. Four. Six, All right. Three, fourteen. Three, fourteen. I got fifteen. Fourteen. Right. Shoot. I wrote the wrong number down. It's a twenty-four. That's okay. Yeah, it's only. <laughs> want to be honest? Want to yeah. be honest with this one? Doesn't. All right, Edris, you are rushing toward it. Uh, you can get, uh, you can be engaged with it uh, at the end of your move and make an attack if you like. I'll do that exactly. That. All right. Okay. Now here's. Holy, Holy crap! I want to buy these dice from you. <laughs> <laughs> I was a natural twenty. All right, uh, and so you're so going double the damage. Two d ten. Has any, everyone played thirteen eight? Yeah, it'll actually be for three. No, I've, I've never played 13 okay. Remember that some powers are once per battle, and other powers are once a day. Yeah. So you want to... I've got those written down. Okay. Yeah, your weapon damage is based on your level, so it would be 3d10 plus your modifier. At fourth level, it would be 4d10 at fifth level. So, yeah, so it's three whatever... 3d10, plus not triple the the modifier, though. No, correct. Right. Are you kidding me? Ten. <laughs> yeah. I just uh, uh, four. Did I give you the loaded dice? I meant to give you the other one. <laughs> twenty-two plus a four, twenty-six, and that. Well, then you would roll the other three again. Twenty-six. This is double damage. Double, double damage. 30, not double dice. Double. But you don't have to. Thirty-nine. Uh, no, not confirm, double dice. Critical. No, you don't. Forty-six. Forty-six. Oh, I'm writing that down. <laughs> Forty-six points damage first attack. Yeah. So, I'm like, yeah. I get well, this. Now, now, now what, what? What is your weapon? It's a great sword. A great sword. You bury the great sword in its shoulder, right? And it it, it howls. And then it looks at you, and its eyes blink red for a sec. It's not dead. It's just this is round one. <laughs> All right, that brings us to Vested. Okay, well... Uh, the carnage has begun. I'm going to uh, sidestep just a little bit to the right to get out from the, behind these uh, these fine gentlemen, and I'm going to fling a dagger at the uh, engaged beast. All right. Uh, I'm going to be using Flying Blade, mm. so that if I roll even, I get to get my sneak attack damage as well. Excellent. Uh, that's a 20. 
And that All is right. an even roll. All right. Bury that dagger exactly between two ribs in its rib cage. Uh, that's going to be plus my sneak attack. 14. All right. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. That's going to be 17. Not quite as impressive. But. <laughs> All right. The saber-toothed cat is now bleeding like a stuck saber-toothed cat, I guess. Um, <laughs> Does that mean it's staggered under 13-8? It is not yet staggered. Holy. I will let you know. Staggered is what happened. Is yeah, it's like bloodied and forty. Like bloodied and forty. Yeah. Uh, and and just like that, there are certain things that trigger off, <laughs> okay. both from the monsters uh, and from you guys. Okay. It is after all just a second attack. Though. Yeah. Okay, Argali. Okay, I will engage it in attack. All right, the paladin charges forward. What's your weapon of choice? Um, I use a long sword and shield. Okay, so sixteen against AC. All right, it manages to dodge out of the way. It barely looks at you. It's still really looking hard Good. at Edris. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Malachi. All right. So I, I've turned around, and I'm trying to tell these guys, like, this is what to expect. Mm-hmm. And then I turn back around, like, holy shit. Because <laughs> I didn't know all that happened. So I'll rush to engage. I use a, a, a spear. Oh, okay. And I'll just stab at it. All right. 16. Uh, Oh, you missed. Yeah, I have uh, no. I roll no initiative. He's got short legs. Yeah, he'll get there. I'm a, I'm a little bit. <laughs> right. um, so I'll go ahead and use deadly assault, which means I get to reroll ones if I roll poor damage. Okay. Uh, 10, 18, plus 3, 21 points of damage. 21, okay. Now it's staggered. In uh, when, it's, when the saber-toothed cat leaped out of the way of Argelli's blow, it landed squarely on the set spear of Malachi, kebobbing it pretty well. I planned that. Yeah. yeah. Well done. <laughs> I was listening to what you were going to say. <laughs> and now the cat. Despite the fact that uh, Malachi is yanking a spear out of its guts, uh, it still wants a piece of Edris. Armor class Edris? Uh, 16. All right. <laughs> Yeah. It hits you, uh, let's see, hits you, hits you for 12 damage with the first claw. Uh-huh. Maybe he's a barbarian. Yeah. It's light. I don't use a shield, so oh, okay. it's like 10 plus. Yeah. Wow. My AC 17. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it hits you for 12 damage with the first claw, and then it paws at you with a second claw. Um, for another 12 damage and uh, it, and then here comes because because it uh, did well with that second one oh. it can make the killing bite or as I call it the prehistoric stapler <laughs> hopefully that's a not of accurate <laughs> however it misses alright well, I guess I won't oh, good. <laughs> alright so but it bats at you and those paws, it feels like you are getting hit with the proverbial wagon each time. Wow. Uh, so, total of 24 damage. Yep. And uh, now we're on to Barunda. Alright. I'm going to rush and engage with the cat. Alright. I'm holding a great axe. Mm-hmm. The handle of are the bones of my ancestors. Oh, Alright. Okay, there you go. <laughs> And I'll miss. It'll be really <laughs> no, no, no. Eleven, uh, eighteen, eighteen. Not good enough. You do hit. I stumbled. You hit, but you hit the arena floor, and uh, <laughs> it, it's impressive insofar as it. You bury the head of that axe pretty deep into the dirt. You have to yank to get it back out again. Just give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it right next to you. A little rusty. I want a do-over. I've been in the dark for two weeks, guys. An axe made out of dead relatives. I mean, it's got to be careful. Yeah, really. All right, Timothy. Um, get the killing blow wide. I'm going to I'm not getting anywhere near that cat. I am actually going to do something useful, and I'm going to begin to sing my song of aid. And I'm going to sing it at Edris. All right. You got hit pretty hard by a cat. I don't want anybody to die. So, let's see here. What is my target number on this? So, while the, um, I am going to be keeping, I mean, the the, the saber tooth tiger is surrounded by, you know, my allies. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to be kind of not really paying too much attention to it. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be looking for a way 
out of this thing. Like eventually, okay. I don't think we're going to be the last five rounds, so there's going to be some sort of method for escape. Okay. Um, I want to see how stuff is like rigged, where there might be ropes in sure. areas that I can take advantage of. I just guess it just goes off. All right. You're just that good. Sounds right. Have to try to sustain it later, though. So you gain three d6 temporary hit points. Hey, hey. temporary. Don't do it. Hey. <laughs> Ten. All right, and give us give us a sample part of the chant. <clears throat> you don't have to sing, right? not to, but just oh, my, so we can match. Oh, the sand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm humming it. <laughs> there we like, go. Loudly. Like, all right. <laughs> you're all in, you're all inspired by. Timothy's song, None More Than Edris. Yes. And we all find ourselves just kind of it's your turn. along with the You have a very angry saber-toothed cat right in front well, of you. Well, and I'm not entirely happy myself. So <laughs> I there's once per battle I have to declare first unstoppable. And so I'm going to do that. So if I hit the swing, I can use a recovery. Oh, okay. And there's something, oh, and I took it uh, as a feat, too, so it's the recovery is free if I actually do it. Oh, okay. There was also something about an escalation dice. Oh, yes. Elves. Actually, and now is the perfect time. Because we're entering the second round, and as soon as we enter the second round, we the escalation die is now one. It's going to go up by one at the end of every turn. And that, for all of you, you may have some special powers that trigger on it, but whether you do or not, add that to your attack rolls. Oh, okay. And the, there's a thing called Elven Grace. Mm-hmm. And ah, so that's, to my mind, that, that's totally my favorite. Absolutely. If I yeah. get a one right now, I'm a very, very, very happy person. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. But still, um, and now can I rage and do that unstoppable or no? I believe so. Then I will. Okay. Ah, shoot, that's only once a day. Nah, never mind. Never mind. It's just a stinking cat. Right. Okay, so but you are declaring yourself unstoppable. Shit. I mean, shoot. Sorry. It's, it's fine. It's fuck. Uh, it's, it's we're good. <laughs> Unlike a twenty, the last time I got a two, I hit with a. All right, missed with a nine. Yes, that so, does indeed miss. Okay, though. Okay. It's starting to. <laughs> now that it's beset by four melee combatants, the cat is acting a, a lot more cautious, and it backs off as soon as you swing. And it's starting to kind of r- spin around and look in all directions because you guys pretty much have it surrounded right now. You know, congratulations on surrounding the thousand-pound whirlwind of fur, teeth, and claws. Uh, <laughs> That only does 26 if it hits two out of three. So. <laughs> That's right. No, you're not staggered, are you? Uh, no. Okay. 24 it did, right? It did 24, yes. Yeah, I got 50, so I was... On the verge. Yeah, yeah. on the verge. <laughs> you could see staggered from where you were. All right. Looming. That brings us to Vestin. All right, I am going... It's surrounded by my allies. I am going to, uh, to Shadow Walk. Okay. Uh, so I make... Uh, an attack against his um, mental defense. Okay. And if I succeed, I get to remove myself from play for a turn. Uh, it's going to be a 23. Good enough. Okay. So I, uh, while I'm, you know, perusing the, the outskirts of mm-hmm. this arena, I'm going to shadow walk. Everyone's paying attention to the, mm-hmm. the kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to remove myself. All right. Give me a uh, wisdom check and let's see. doesn't look like any of you... Backgrounds apply, although make a wisdom check, and if you want to, your Sage of Atlantis, we can make that apply if you want, but remember it's a double edged sword because you rolled five. I don't know what this is for, so I'm going to say yeah. yes. So I'm, 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 I'm intentionally making it. you do it blind. I want to do it. <laughs> yes. Right. So I'm going to add two then? Yeah. Because it's too positive? Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, 20. All right. As you shadow walk, uh, as you sort of split reality and move into the shadow dimension ever so briefly, you're able to sort of, there's sort of like a brief instant where you're able to sort of see with perfect clarity. And you've experienced this phenomena before. You can't reliably do it, but, you, but you've heard, and actually the uh, Sage of Atlantis is reputed to live life this way. Uh, you just get it in glimpses. But this glimpse was really good. There's definitely something alive under that canvas. Oh. You sense a very powerful life force. However, at this moment, you're in the shadow dimension and can't tell anybody about it. <laughs> Go poke it with a stick. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On to our galley. What's your intelligence? Uh, I'll just... Uh, 13? 
Yeah, I'll just hit the uh, the tiger again. I will swing my sword at him. All right. And I hit. All right. And that All right. is 3d8. Just so you guys know, you're aiming at an armor class of roughly 20. Oh, okay. Good to know. 13. 13 damage. All right. Now it's starting to stare at Argelly. Good. Hey. seems pleased. Yes, That brings us to Malachi. All right. I will attack. I'm setting him up 19. for you again, Malachi. There you go. <laughs> Thought I had something I could do if I get a... Yeah. So I hit, and I'm also mm-hmm. going to activate carve an opening. So my Ooh. crit will start to expand by one. Nice. 26 points of damage. Did you say you crit? No, no. I, oh. I did a, a thing that lets me... I, my crit will start to go up every time until I do crit. So like next time, 1920. After that, will be 18, 1920. Okay. Mm-hmm. Until I finally do crit. Or we all die. <laughs> Whatever happens first. Let's go for the form. <laughs> you know, really, all powers have that. Or if we all die, that's the, the, the thing that always. It's, it's right an unwritten time. rule, yeah. actually. It, when it turns its attention to Argelli, uh, it just leaves itself wide open for you, Mal, and you're able to just bury the spear between its shoulder blades and you twist it around a whole bunch right. before you yank it back out. And that brings us to the cat, which whips around in midair. And goes after you. Ah, he doesn't want to do that. I thought he wanted to go after uh, yeah. Argelli. Well, uh, you talked him out of it. <laughs> I, think, I think this cat has OCD. Or ADD, I should say. All right. Two claw attacks. Uh, let's see. The first one is a 24. That will hit. The second one is a 19. That will not hit. All right. So 12 damage. Okay. And, uh, but you're able to back off stumbling backward a little bit. Uh, you, take a, you take a harsh claw, but... The the stapler, the prehistoric stapler, the jaws come down, whammo, just inches from uh, your your neck and face. Because uh, you saw it coming. You were able to duck back and... Uh, the prehistoric stapler lands, but it misses you. All right. And that brings us to Barundar. I was denied my glory the first time. <laughs> <laughs> but I shall redeem myself. Pull the axe out of the ground. <laughs> and I run towards the cat. All right. I'm not going to reach. I'll save that for later. 25. Hit. All right. 4 plus 10. 14. All right. You bury your axe. It should be a lot more than that. Yeah, you said it was... It should be D10 times your level. Oh, per level. Yeah. Per level. 3D10 plus 13 days once you roll and die. Sorry. So 14 (laughs) plus 7, 21. Nice. Plus 10, 31. 31. All right. (laughs) Yeah. It's much better. better. That your, ancestors, your ancestors like are now happy. Which is why 10th level drop. It did not drop. It did not drop. But it's it's badly limping down. It's it tries to roar, but it just comes out a wet gurgle. Uh, it's just like oh, that's gonna be great. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, that was Brudar, which brings us to Timothy. Oh my goodness! Bring us home. I'm sorry. Hold on. Blow. I had one question. Does mm-hmm. the escalation die? Do I add to damage also? No, just, just to, the, to the, attack. the attack roll. Yeah. Okay. The cat's dead, right? No. 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 Oh my gosh! <laughs> Do it. Killing blow. Yeah, you can. That's fine. Take all I the glory. Hit it with the loot. Can I sustain <laughs> <an> <laughs> my song of aid while still running up and kicking the cat? In the... Yeah. All right, I got it. Okay. Who, what kind of GM would I be to say I, no to that? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to sustain it on 11 up. All right. Still going. You still got temporary hit percentage. I'm going to hear it. The words yet? Every, I'm not going to start singing Foreigner just yet. Okay, okay. so <laughs> I run up in the minute. Slam my short sword into its head. All right. With Period. all my force, I leap into the air. Down. On it with a seven <laughs> plus four at is eleven. No, you hit it solidly in the oh, center yeah. of the skull, and it's like you hit a brick. I mean, oh, okay. it just nothing, nothing. Why did I let you guys talk? <laughs> no penetration, no piercing. And he it's really just, doesn't like getting hit in the head. By the way, no. yeah, we've been stabbing <laughs> in the body. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's the end of the round. So I hit two, the tail. It's the end of the I round. So two things happen. First of all, we advance the escalation die to two. Secondly, I'd like you all to make wisdom checks. Anything sort of rangery and perception-y. Vestin, you don't need to. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. Seven, I... Add the hunter? Yeah, hunter would be perfect. Sixteen. Sixteen. So, the two of you, 
notice there's some movement under that white canvas. Do I also notice that he's not around anymore? Yes. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Later, <laughs> Later, peace out, yo. <laughs> All right. He's going to open that door for us somehow. All right, welcome to round three. Idris, you have a badly wounded saber-toothed cat before you. The, the escalation die check. Oh, so I get an extra action. The, yes, you the do. The elven grace. Yep. All right. So, does that mean I can take two swings? Yep. <laughs> Welcome to the coolest one I've ever had. <laughs> Seriously, I, that's why I play a wood elf. I love this thing. Yeah. So, and it's 18 plus the two plus, so it's 27. 27's a hit. And where's, that's, no, where's the, oh, thank you. Where's the lucky oh. die. Nine. Teen. I want those dice back. 20, <laughs> 24. <laughs> 24 damage. And let's see. Your weapon is a greatsword. Yeah. You have beheaded the saber-toothed oh, cat. Right. And the elves react with polite <laughs> applause, which is actually an upgrade from the rather bored applause that the saber-toothed cat got when it goes in. Uh, uh, I like to think that you're like buried under its head. I, I feel like that axe came awfully close to him. <laughs> All right. Win-win. And you were, I have 18 dexterity. I should not be coming this close to... We're not done yet. Hold the line. All right. Um, now, do we have time to do recovery things, or no? Not just yet. Okay. Uh, ordinarily, you would, but there's other stuff going on. Suffice it to say. <laughs> um, you could burn an action to use a recovery. Yeah, that's it. You, you have oh, a bonus action, so you can do it. That's true. You can do it right Thank now. Thank you. Yeah. Your bonus action. You could... Then, I'm sorry, I don't know the rules all that well. So I've got nine of them. I just cross off one of them. Yep, that's right. And then it was a 3d12 plus three. So just Wow, it's good and... to be a barbarian, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I wasted my song of eight on you. No. How did that go? I didn't quite pick it up the first time. I didn't quite. All right, so Vestin. Yeah, so I, I have to come out of uh, Shadow Walk. Okay. Um, it says I'm not allowed to hold my action or anything. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll just sort of pop up and I'll be like, all right, that was a good round, guys. We'll work together. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to pop up on the other side of the portcullis so you can let us out. <laughs> Give me some more time. I'm working on this. <laughs> oh, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I think there's something alive under there. And I'll point at the... Where? <laughs> <laughs> right. you all... Take it while it's tied down. You all turn and look, uh, and you start to see, and just as the mo at the moment you look, you see, spang, one of the ropes oh. breaks, and then ping, ping, a couple more. They, they were under a lot of tension, apparently. It was coiled up. By the... Oh. <laughs> All right, and oh no, and then uh, time to use the daily, and then a guard, a guard from up in the grandstands, who's just on the far side of the moat on the left, your left on the left side, uh, yells down, "Move to the center of the arena. Round two begins." Do we just attack the tarp? I mean. <laughs> What is, yeah, is, what is, is, like, is a Come down here and make us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, at that moment, uh, your your portcullis stays closed, but the the far one starts going. Again, it's dark in there; and you can't see what's there. And on that happy note, Argelli, what do you do? Oh, okay. Is it a new round, or are we doing initiative again? Or no, it's it's still. I'm I'm, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it going. Phase. Okay. This uh, goes well. For example, that close guard could get hit with any ranged attack. So for example, what I'm gonna, I'm, you can also ready for whatever comes out. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick up the severed saber tooth tiger head. Mm, okay. And throw it right in the doorway of where that portcullis opened, hoping at least it might buy us one round that it chomps on the tiger's head. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Strategy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. An attack roll would be for that would okay. be ridiculous. Okay. So because yeah. it's no fun if you don't get it there. So it goes <laughs> lands with a really sickening splat uh, right in front of the portcullis as it goes up. Now watch the thing behind that is not a carnivore. Yeah. Woodwork. <laughs> 
carnivore, I think we're okay. Well, yeah, we'll, just, yeah, we'll be fine. It's like a cow. We'll be fine. <laughs> it could still be a pissed off cow. Unless you're a walking tomato, then you're fine. <laughs> All right. Malachi? So we still don't see we'll still anything. I haven't seen anything just yet. <laughs> okay. Um, so the, the ropes on the tarp have started to pop up. Has the tarp pop. started like flapping the wind? No, not yet. Uh, you can kind of see, maybe see movement under there. It's undulating. Oh. <laughs> All right. I, I want to run and peek under undulating. the tarp. Undulating. All right. Okay. Oh, so so no. the tarp is on this side of the moat? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's going to take you a full move to get over there. Okay. And then you grab the tarp. It's called worm tipping. And lift it up, and you can only really get it up about this far at this point, because remember, many of the ropes are still attached. Right. You see for yourself, and you reveal to your comrades purple, uh, scaly flesh. Nope. Uh, nope. 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 Yeah, That's going to be your first album, right? I used to be in a band called Purple Worm. I was a Luke we player. We were very successful. The rhythm Luke. For one Not even lead Luke. Now something comes out. Some things come out, actually. Out, out, of, out of the purple mass? <laughs> no, out, out, out from the far port columns. Uh, two, um, two bears. Uh, oh, no. they, uh, they, look like, uh, they look like grizzly bears, They're only they horse? have very short snouts and uh, ring-like markings in concentric circles around their eyes. It's Jerry just Rankin. a weird fool. A little bit. But uh, it's just a, it's a weird fool variant of, of, of a bear. Uh, you guys have all heard of these, and in some of the more wild characters you've seen and seen these up close, this is the short-faced bear. And and pound for pound, which is worse, the tiger we just fought or one of these guys? Well, um, there's there's two, so technically there's <laughs> <so> much bear. <laughs> yeah, I, I would it's estimate it's there was a thousand pounds of cat. There's probably twelve hundred pounds of bear, but it's split up among two bears. I think say if a saber tooth tiger fought a one of these bears. The, the saber tooth tiger would win. Okay. But against two bears? Correct. Especially as a wild elf, uh, and these are all native to the jungles nearby, you would regard this as an escalation of festivities. <laughs> 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 all right. And uh, and they go out, and, and sure enough, they immediately start tearing into the uh, the the head of the saber tooth cat. And yeah, in fact, the worm and the bears were going to come out at the same time. Uh, well, I could make that happen. Oh, would you? That'd be nice. That'd be nice. <laughs> starting, the two bears are starting to swat at each other, actually. Uh, Fighting over the head. Exactly. How nice. How nice. <laughs> so there's a portcullis currently still up. It is. The far side one is up. Now it's going to take, it's going to be a double move for you to get close to it even. And uh, unless any of you have some kind of special sprinting power, you can't get beyond it in one turn. But you could get close. Hmm. Would, a port, would a, the portcullis be able to close in one round? Yeah, you saw these things. When they go down, they go down fast. Okay. But there is currently a, currently a head in the way, and two bears. It's not, it, it, it wouldn't prevent the portcullis okay, okay. from closing. All right, let's hope that would. It's, it's about 10 feet in front of the... Gotcha. Okay. So, Purple Worm is my porno name. <laughs> <laughs> so, I am going to right rage. All right. <laughs> I'm rushing that thing. Okay. What thing? The Purple Worm. <laughs> in a cage. It's, no, it's just tied down by tarps. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's not. Oh. It's I can, right there. I can reach it, right? And hit. You can reach it and hit it. It's yeah, like yeah, a burrito yeah. laying That's on the ground. That's what we're doing. Okay, I see. A burrito. That's what I'm doing. Tied down. Yeah. Might as well. It is still we kind of tied down. That's what I'm doing. And I'm right. raging as I'm doing it. All right. It might not be a bad idea to try to kill it before it gets free. So I'm going to throw the carcass of the tiger to the bear. So here we go. Yeah. 2d20. All right. Don't forget your escalation day. Guard down. Oh, we're still with the escalation. Yeah. Yep. Get that guard down. That's the good part about this fight. Keep, <laughs> keep going. Fight the bears. 17. Kneecap or something. Plus 2 is 19. Plus 7 is 26. 26 is a hit. Oh. It takes... Hold on. If you roll a natural 11 with both dice... Oh, both dice. Okay, never mind. 26. All right. That's a hit. It's the most immense... Overhand blow you've ever delivered, <coughs> and you get through the scales. Awesome. Roll damage. Not going after this with daggers, are we? <laughs> I'm sure. 10, 12, 13. All right, 13 damage. All right. Let's just call it a purple worm. <laughs> Underneath uh, the tarp doesn't visibly react. Violet. 
Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, Timothy. There are no good options. It's a target-rich environment. <laughs> <laughs> I shall see if I can sustain my song of aid. I do. Right on. Waffing 18. And I burn myself to my feet, and I move away from the carcass of the cat that I am currently like next mm-hmm. to, and I kind of try to centralize myself, putting distance between me and the bears, and then the purple thing that was just attacked, and I'm just going to keep seeing. Okay. So that's, that's, um, that's what I'm doing. Okay. It's only quick action. But... Advance the escalation die to three, and uh, at this point... The crowd is, you're starting to hear scattered shouts from the crowd uh, because they are now noticing, uh, especially because Amalekai went over there and, or, sorry, Barundar went over there and uh, attacked the worm. They, and they see the ropes breaking. Uh, the, the crowd is starting to shout and point. Uh, this is getting them excited. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see. The. Um, is there any reaction from the guards when he starts hitting, when he goes in and attacks the, the uh, purple worm? There is, but, um, and you're actually, Vestin, you're per- you're perfect because you've been really scanning the crowd probably more than anybody mm. and watching those guards. Uh, the guards immediately react like it's a bad thing. In fact, they start to level crossbows, but then the people around them start uh, getting excited. And so then they immediately swivel and start looking at the crowd. Crowd control? Maybe the next people were supposed to fight the worm. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like the main event. Yeah. Dang it. We had a buy. <laughs> Double elimination. <laughs> All right. And uh, let's see. So now, uh, welcome to round four and Edris. I rolled a three, so I get two actions. Uh, not quite. Okay. Because because you've already succeeded once, now you have to start rolling d8s. Oh, to okay. get the bonus action, and then if you succeed, then it's d10s and d12s oh, and so on. Fair enough. No, that's just it. The four, and we're on round three. Three. We're on round four, but the escalation uh, die is enough. three. Okay, so I'm joining on the purple worm attack. All right, um, and I'm raging. Okay, so I'm going to scream <laughs> just like my friend did as I go over to attack. So I am. You rolled two d20. Uh, yeah, so I've got I've got one here. No, that's okay. This one's been doing okay so far. <laughs> I don't. Oh, now I don't know about it. But yeah. okay, so I, I so you got that money last round. Yeah, yeah. You wail <laughs> on it with your great sword and just get nothing, and then you try to pierce it with your great sword, also nothing. That those are thick scales. Okay, Vested. Hmm. So one of the, there's a guard that's up. Is there a guard that's near where the the bears are? Yeah, in fact, you can see two. You can't see into the chamber that the bears came out of, but there are two guards above uh, on the on the far side of the moat, right above there, both with uh, crossbows. On the far side of the moat, if yeah. one was to fall off, he would land in the moat. Correct. Uh, I'm going to throw uh, when they turn to look at to the crowd. I'm going to throw a dagger at the back of his knee and okay. see if I can get him to tumble right. backwards into the. Uh, right on. With us. You're bringing more enemies into the arena. Yeah, but I mean, more targets for the bears. Mm-hmm. Or whatever's in the... Uh, They're closer to the yeah. bears than we are. I'm okay with this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's going to be a 25. All right. That is... Just a sec. All right. What was uh, the attack? Uh, it's actually 23. I'm sorry. 23 is a hit. 17. 17. All right. Ah! And then, let's see. Vestin, let's try... Just a straight-up dexterity check to see if you uh, got the back of the knee like you wanted to. Uh, seven. All right. Uh, the guy, you do hit him in the back of the knee, but the guy just staggers, and he looks back at you, and then then you see him look over at the the worm, and he's, but he's, you also see, but he's <laughs> bleeding profusely at this point. Okay, and then uh, with, I can move after that, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I'm going to move closer, because I feel like I'm, they're all moving to one side. I want to mm-hmm. stay close to them, so I'm going to move closer to where they, they are. Okay. But not in range of the worm, should it. <laughs> right. Should it <laughs> move. All right. Guards, and you, at this point, you as you scan around, you can see there's about a dozen guards up in the crowd. The one on the far left says, Suspend the battle! Return to the center of the arena! And, uh... I'm already there, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already there. 
And then uh, most, most of the guards then turn and start looking at the arena again. But a couple of the guards turn and fire crossbows into the crowd. And uh, you notice that as soon as when they do that, the crossbows fire. Uh, it's the quarrel from the crossbow turns into a jet of flame as soon as it leaves the crossbow. And at least two occasions, they have lit crowd members on fire. And the, the crowd is starting to panic a little bit. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a strange chain of events. Argelly. I will call down the spirits of the righteous on this worm. Okay. The lowly worm is nothing compared to the bright majesty of Mithra. Oh, or maybe not. No, well, it, it's a daily, so it'll still do half damage if I miss. But it's against me- mental defense. So that's 11, 14 against mental defense. All right. Mind is more alien than you thought. Actually, even with Mithra's help on even this Even with strike. Mithra's help. What's half damage? Uh, let me roll it. So it's 7d6 plus 4. Uh, wait, 7d6 plus 4 is half damage? Well, he's rolling 7d6 wow. oh, and seven then he's cutting it in half. Oh. Had I hit? <laughs> 30 damage, so he took 50. All right. Um, and um, I'll give... Because you have an affinity to get hits. <laughs> I'm, I'm high in hit points right now, so... I know, but okay. I'm giving you a plus four to AC. Oh, hey, For one hey. round. For one round. Okay. All right. Oof. Malachi. All right, so a quick question. I, mm-hmm. I currently have daily. that one power that's ongoing. Mm-hmm. Does that mean I can use any other power? Or if I, if okay. I were to decide to use power attack, does it stop the other no. thing? Okay. No. All right, well, so I'm going to do that cool thing where I pull my spear back and I go around okay. four or five times. You know, All right. Like the right. Door, and, and then I'm going to we'll stab the purple. I don't know what it okay. My turn. 17, really high number, so it's like 25, somewhere in there. Uh, I need to know exactly. Okay, what sorry. Uh, it's going to be 22. <laughs> Are you counting that? Oh, no, 25. 25, good not good enough. Oh, oh crap. Oh, well. You might need to sharpen the tip of the spear afterward All right, well. because that didn't do anything. All right. All right, let's see. The bears look up from the... Uh, I even wrote my mental defense and I didn't... Look up at the head that they were fighting Still over. Still do this and wait till it wakes up and then try to do it. And the bears immediately scurry back toward uh, their own portcullis, which is still up, but then it drops as soon as they get <laughs> the close. The bears don't want to make <laughs> and, they, and the bears, yeah, they start pawing at the portcullis like crazy. Shit is right. What was supposed to face off against the worm originally? <laughs> Clearly not us. We didn't notice there was actually another tarp over here that we haven't seen yet. Arundar? You keep smashing it. All right. Uh, we're at plus three. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. So wait, that's a critical hit. Alright. Double damage. That's double damage on 3d10 plus 4. 18... 36. 36 damage. Alright. Alright. Still no visible reaction from the uh, purple worm. (laughs) However, however, you are well past scale at this point and into muscle. Uh, However, the muscle feels as hard as armor would be for Ordinary mortals. I'm going to bring this fucker down. <laughs> right on. Nice. Timothy. <laughs> this this is going great, huh? Yeah, going this horrible. Is, <laughs> this is horrible. This is when you do the solo. <laughs> I, cry, I do a cry, a plea for help. Is what you're trying to say. I don't have a song that's going to get me out of this one. <laughs> my, my We Need You song. Put one of your hits. One of my hits. Freebird! <laughs> Alright, well, I guess I won't sustain the Song of Eight anymore. And everybody's attacking the... I do not want to get anywhere near that worm. Um, I'm just going to... Looks like I'm going to... Throw a dagger at it. <laughs> <laughs> Your literal last resort is actually attacking. Okay. okay. I'm just, okay. It's going to happen. It's it going to happen. It's going to happen. Warm. See that 18 I just rolled with the mm-hmm. plus 3? That's a 21. Plus, your, plus my dex modifier? That's, a that's going to hurt. That plus misses. your level. Plus, your plus level. my level. Oh, okay. 28. That actually might hit. 28 is a hit. See? Wow. See? Like that? All right, where's my 1d4? <laughs> That'd be th- at least 3d4. 3d4. Oh, that's yeah, your nice. level. There's 2. 3 and 2, that's 5. And 6. 
All right. It's dead now, right? Right. <laughs> it's staggered. Plus the, plus the four, right? Plus the four. Yes. Okay. Yes. Or is it that? No, that's not one. Well, my next one. That was my next one. Plus four. So that's no damage is always yeah. strength. I think. Not range, range weapons, not ducks. It depends. Uh, it, it, would be. Often, though, especially for bards, there's no reason to force bards to be high strength. So they'll I don't have a strength modifier one. regardless, so it's probably a six. All right. It's bloody. <laughs> <laughs> you like no. knock it into Dare another dream. system. Yeah, it's bloody. Dream. All right. I mean, it's staggering. Ah, there you go. All right, at this point, bing, 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 the rest of the ropes break. Oh, pissed it off. Way to go, Jimmy. Good job. Uh, what are you doing? We had it all under control. <laughs> you had one job. Come on. And up it comes, the purple worm rampant. It's yeah. sort of circular maw opening and closing. I'm going to point it. He did it. He did it. <laughs> You can give us feedback and comments on our website, therpgacademy.com. You can listen to previous podcasts on our website and subscribe to new ones on iTunes. If you have a suggestion for a table topic, we'd love to hear it. Email us at podcast at therpgacademy.com or connect with us. We're on Twitter at therpgacademy. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash therpgacademy. We also have a Google Plus page, therpgacademy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.